When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, believers, non-believers, and everyone in between. You're listening to Stories with Sapphire. I am Sapphire Sandalo. Now get cozy and open your mind because it's story time. Hello, believers and non-believers. I can't believe the year is already coming to an end. 2020 was an absolute roller coaster. A lot of loss, trauma, and anxiety, but I don't need to tell you that. Despite all of this, though, there was also some good. I launched this podcast back in February of this year. Since then, I've made 26 episodes, which have been downloaded over 400,000 times. The show has connected me to some of the most amazing people, like Lynn Pacificar, who continues to be one of the most important teachers on my spiritual journey, and Lane Wilkin, who I received Batok from back in October. I also just won Best Editing at the Golden Crane Awards, hosted by the Asian American Podcasters Association. This show may not be financially rewarding, but wow, is my soul full. And I have all of you listeners to thank, especially my current patrons, Danielle, Ellis Lavasier, Tori Stewart, Anastasia Markoff, Sandra Angelica Aguirre, A.G. Jones, Jolie Oak, Johnny Compton, Matt Neubauer, Taylor Balding, Chantel Payne, Yaneda Izaguirre, Sam Burwell, Essence, Joel Smith, Kaylin Harper, Ethan, Heather Perez, Alfred, Lauren Schuyler, Mr. Low A+, Robert James Sherwood, Stephanie Calderon, Alexandra, Ian, Leah Barnes, Yasmin El-Sayed, Michael Nevada, Deha Alexis Bell, Sundra Lamb, Brianna, Stevie Norman, Misha Barner, Elisa Stefaniak, Sherry Passell, Maddie, John Grills, Heather H., Alexis Nicole, Faye Pollock, Andrea Uyanga, Amanda Grandinetti, Randy Hager, Julie Tran, Nina Palumbo, Jerry L., Tara Palladino, Kusea, Connie A., Xavier Martinez, Tiffany Aitken, Victoria Santos, Kiki Vanderwall, Amy Garcia, Ryan Mangini, Dory Dewberry, Deborah Anaya, Gavin, and Rebecca. Your support and kind messages are truly what keep me going when I feel like I want to give up. And you've seen how many hiatuses I've taken. That happened very often. So for the last episode of the year, I'd like to read your listener mail. I receive everything from requests for paranormal advice, people sharing similar experiences to something from an episode, or people sharing a short story of theirs. I always love receiving messages, even though I don't have the time to thoughtfully respond to each and every one. But please know that your messages are received. Like always, any advice I give is meant for entertainment purposes only. I love your podcast. 
I missed your voice on something scary. Hope you are staying healthy and busy in this crazy pandemic time. I listened to you at work, but now at this moment, I'm off and listening to the Women in White episode. This lady said she thinks her daughter met her in the bedroom, even before she was born. Well, I always have crazy dreams. And even before I had my nine-year-old daughter, I had a dream. I was somewhere, either a hospital or some room. And I saw this baby in a blanket. And when I looked, it was a light brown baby girl with big eyes and just smiling. Then I had my daughter. Later on, I realized she was the exact baby I had a dream about. I still think about this dream till this day. I thought to send an email once I heard this lady's story because it just hit me. Thank you, Brenda. I love receiving messages like these. This is what I love about the show because when people have a similar experience, they'll send me a message and or share something that had happened to them. And to me, it just shows that these experiences are really not as uncommon as we think. And it's why I think it's really important to be sharing these stories in the first place, because it's the first step in getting answers. You know, these experiences, I'm sure, are very confusing. You don't know what it means or how you're supposed to interpret it, you know, so... Um, thank you very much, Brenda, for sharing that. And if anybody else has also experienced something similar, I would love to hear about it. I've been listening to your stories since I first heard them on Snarled. Your most recent podcast has prompted me to ask you for a reliable person to talk to. I'm able to see and communicate with spirits and other supernatural beings. From time to time, certain beings will visit me they say they are curious. I would thank them for their time, but before I can ask for more information, they say they need to leave and say goodbye. It's everything from beings that look like fae or fairies to even a deer-like creature with blooming flowers on their antlers and had the scent of roses when they came. Is there anyone you could recommend that I could talk to that you can send me their email or socials? It's just hard to find actual psychics or people actually knowledgeable about spirits and other beings. Thank you for your time and hard work. Take care, Rachel. So Rachel, while I can't refer you to anyone specific, I do have some advice on how you can find someone who can help you. So what I've learned in my own journey is that the right teachers will sort of find you but you have to let them find you. So what I mean by that is, uh, let's see. So I have this podcast, so I reach out to people all the time and I let them know my reasoning. I want to record and share their stories and I want to learn from them. And I always have them refer me to people they know. Referrals, in my opinion, is the best way to be connected to people in the paranormal community because the person who is referring them they're basically endorsing that person. They are vouching for them and saying, yes, this person is a real person. You should reach out to them. They're not weird. They are knowledgeable and they will want to help you. Uh, well, the first thing I'd recommend is finding other people who have had similar experiences to you. So I'm not sure if you have a group of paranormal friends or any online communities you're a part of, but that to me seems like a good place to start. 
you need to make it known that you are looking for someone to help you figure these things out. So whether that's on social media or through family and friends, you know, you have to let the universe know what you are looking for. That way people can help you. So you sending me a message and asking this question is the first step. Somebody might be listening to this who can direct you to someone and then I'll connect you. You know, so um, I do appreciate you reaching out to me. And if anyone listening has someone they can refer to Rachel, please send me an email. Hello, Sapphire. I wanted to start off by saying I have been listening to you for years, ever since I found your Something Scary web series and podcast. So when I heard you started your new podcast, I came right over. I would be extremely honored if you shared this on your show. When I listened to your Creepy Creatures episode, listening to M's stories struck a chord with me. Because not only have I had paranormal experiences with beings and deceased family and friends, but also with my pets that have passed away. So when you asked if anyone has had any animal spirit experiences, I felt like I had to share it with you. Just over 10 years ago, it was in late July, early August, and my childhood dog, who was 12 at the time, was on the uglier side of throat cancer after fighting for eight months, which was longer than the vet said he would live. My parents and I decided it was time to let him go. That night, I had a dream that I was coming home from school, and I walked down the stairs to the garden apartment that my parents and I lived in, and as soon as I opened the door, my dog was right there, greeting me. So I thought that putting him to sleep was the dream, and he was really still here. Unfortunately, I woke up from the dream to the reality that he was really gone. I still have his collar and paw prints from that night. Another instance was when my rabbit died about six years ago at the age of seven. He passed away on his own due to an upper respiratory infection that we did not know he had. And for reference, rabbits have extremely sensitive respiratory systems that it becomes life-threatening if they even get wet. And the same thing happened. In a dream, I came home from school and my rabbit was right there, hopping around and following me through the apartment. Again, I still have things that belong to him, like his food dish, his water bottle, and his favorite toy. The dog I had at the time as my rabbit was his best friend, and we ended up having to do an emergency euthanasia for my dog a few months later due to an onset of ketoacidosis. And the same thing happened. I was visited by my dog the same night, and like the other times, I still have things that were his. So I don't know if I was visited by them because I still had their belongings or because it was the night of their death and they just wanted to personally say their goodbye to me. Thank you. Jason. Losing pets is so rough. Their lifespans are just so much shorter than ours, so we know that it's you know, going to come one day. I am currently dealing with my dog who is battling cancer. It sucks. So I completely empathize with you, Jason. I actually think it's really amazing that this not only happened to you once, but three times. To me, that doesn't seem like just a mere coincidence. I think whether or not you still had their belongings, they still would have appeared to you. It seems like they wanted you to know that they were going to be okay and you were going to be okay. And I think that's really sweet that you have the type of energy that when you own a pet, they 
really care. And to me, that says a lot about who you are as a person, Jason. Before I became a podcaster and paranormal investigator, I used to be a full-time animator and character designer. And podcasts kept me company while I drew, especially paranormal podcasts. One of my favorites was Jim Harold's Campfire. I would actually be shocked if you hadn't heard of it because it's one of the OGs. In fact, it recently celebrated its 13th anniversary. But if you haven't heard of it, it's a call-in show where ordinary people share their extraordinary stories with Jim every week. The story topics range from ghosts, UFOs, cryptids, and stories that can't be categorized. You're listening to my show right now, so I know that you love non-fictional paranormal stories. Stories involving the serial killer Ted Bundy, or a man who owned a haunted hotel. And also heartwarming stories of deceased loved ones coming back to say hello. Jim Harold's Campfire was a huge inspiration for me. So do me a personal favor and tune in to Jim Harold's Campfire on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to Stories with Sapphire. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey, Sapphire. My name is Olivia, and I would like to share something with you that has stuck with me since the day it happened. Let me give you a tiny bit of background. In 2006, a person was having recurring dreams of this man, so she told her therapist and drew a picture of him. Later, another person had walked in and saw the drawing and said, I have seen that exact same person, or at least something along those lines. There's more info at thisman.org history. Anyway, yes, as you have probably guessed, I dreamt of this man too. About two or so years ago, I moved to New York, which was actually where the first appearance of this man happened, or at least the first one that was recorded. I moved to New York because I'm a private detective. I investigate murders and missing persons cases. So my first night in the new apartment I had just bought, I had a dream of this man, and it was very odd unlike any dream I have ever had before. It was very gruesome, so no, I will not go into detail, but I will say that, yes, I was murdered in the dream. The dream was extremely vivid. I remember several details like the scenery and what I was wearing, even the color of my hair, which was red, though I am blonde. The next day, I got called into work. My boss called me into his office and gave me a case to start on immediately. A girl, belonging to a rich family in the area, had gone missing. But when I got the details of the girl, I felt my heart sink. A red-haired girl, wearing a school uniform. Like from the dream I had. In a way, I believe that the dream had helped me find some clues. Because... Yes, she was later found in a barn just outside New York State, like the dream. Have you ever had dreams like this, or with the same man, perhaps? Could you please help me to understand further? Thank you so much for your time. Sincerely, Olivia. 
Wow, that is really fascinating. So it's actually not unusual for people to dream as other people, whether those people are living or dead. It is interesting that you also dreamt of that specific man, though. Um, I have seen that drawing before, but I've never dreamt of him personally, or at least I don't think I have. Uh, it actually, this story reminds me of the hat man, which is this recurring shadow figure that people have seen. It's the same thing where it's this type of figure that just reoccurs for people, whether in dreams or in real life. Usually for the hat man, it's in real life. Or sorry, not real life, in your waking life. I think it's really interesting when people see the same repeated image. Um, you know, people claim to see images of saints, Virgin Mary, Jesus. There's just something happening in our shared consciousness where these same images keep appearing. And it also makes me think of the owl episode that I did in season three with Mike Cleland. Um, when the owls show up, they usually come with a message or they represent somebody who has passed. And according to Mike, the reason why it's an owl is because of what we as humans have come to associate the owl with. Owls are able to fly in the night. They can see through the darkness. And there's something about that imagery that means something to us. Even if we don't consciously know what it means, we do in our souls, if that makes sense. On this website that you sent, uh, thisman.org, in the section where it has people's theories as to what this man is, this is the one that I personally like, it's the archetype theory. So according to Jung's psychoanalytic theory, this man is an archetypal image belonging to the collective unconscious that can surface in times of hardship, emotional development, dramatic changes in our lives, stressful circumstances, etc., and particularly sensitive subjects. So that's from the website. And you mentioned that you just made a big move. It was your first night in this new apartment. And I'd say that that is a pretty dramatic change. And I'm wondering if that might have triggered this man's appearance in your dream. But either way, I'm very curious to know if anything like this has happened to you before. Like, are you a pretty spiritually sensitive person or was this a very, you know, out of the blue type of experience? But either way, I think it's amazing that you were able to solve this case because of your experience. My name is Ashley. I recently finished all the episodes of your podcast and felt compelled to reach out to you. First of all, I want to express my condolences to you and your family. Losing someone you love is hard, but I hope you can find comfort during this time. Sending good energy your way. Secondly, I want to thank you for your work. I discovered stories with Sapphire through the Monsters Among Us podcast. Going into it, I expected to hear some spooky stories to help get me through the workday. I definitely got that, but I also received much more. I was exposed to the paranormal and metaphysical from an early age. Between haunted homes, brujeria run-ins, past life experiences, and more, nothing was off the table for me. I was a strong believer in these things, whether I understood them or not. However, in recent years, I have somewhat lost sight of this part of me. I believe some of this is due to moving away from my family. We don't get many chances to discuss things that happened to us in the past or what may have happened recently. A few of my brothers also hold firm that most of it never happened. 
This didn't discredit my beliefs, but it did cause them to fall to the wayside. Perhaps because of the absence of new experiences and less mentioning of the past? For a while, I had considered more and more that perhaps the spirit world didn't exist. That maybe this world, while it is brilliant, is all there is to it. With my past experiences pushed to the back of my mind, I also practiced witchcraft less and less, ultimately losing touch with my spiritual side. Until now, I only recently started listening to paranormal-type podcasts. My best friend back in my hometown is a cryptid lover and suggested Monsters Among Us. I essentially hopped on that train and, as mentioned before, it led me to you. And so on and so forth with other creators within this strange and fantastic sphere. So thank you for exposing me to this world again. Your podcast has brought up many memories I had almost forgotten. It has helped me realize that this side of me is important. I will be sure to nurture myself spiritually and rebuild my practice. I'm also realizing my mental health partially depends on it. Again, thank you. If you come back to the podcast, I'll be sure to submit some stories of my own. And if not, I still appreciate it for everything it is. Take care of yourself. Ashley. Thank you very much for your kind words, Ashley. Um, so I wanted to create a show that encourages people to explore the unknown because this type of work and these stories have rewarded me in so many ways. And I know that it will reward other people just as much. It actually makes me a little sad when people are 100% not open to these stories. And you know, something interesting that I have noticed is that even the most skeptical people will have a story of their own. Like my dad says that he doesn't believe in any of this stuff, but he has more supernatural experiences than I have. Or at the very least, these skeptics will at least be interested in hearing the stories, but always making it very clear that they don't believe. So not sure what part of the world you're writing in from, Ashley, but American culture definitely favors the logical over the spiritual. And I, I'm not delusional. Like, I know it's important to have a balance between these two things. And I like to say that the world is made of both math and magic. And because our culture heavily emphasizes the math, I want to at least remind people of the magic with this show. So it really, truly, unbelievably warms my heart that I was able to reignite something within you. Thank you for joining me today. This will be the last episode of 2020, and the show will resume next year. If you like what you heard and would like to support this independently run show, consider becoming a member of my Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash stories with Sapphire to see the different tiers and perks like live watch parties or private tarot readings. If you join the Believer tier before the end of the month, which is in 48 hours, you'll receive a signed poster from me. If you'd like to submit a story, email me at storieswithsapphire at gmail.com. Salamat and Happy New Year. Stories with Sapphire is created and produced by me, Sapphire Sindalo. Music written by Sapphire Sindalo. For more information about the show, visit storieswithsapphire.com.